Welcome everyone to Bookish Ramblings episode 5. Yay! Alright, so, um, it's time for Bookish Ramblings episode 5. So, go get your coffee, um, so you can drink coffee with me, even though you're not actually with me, but you can pretend like you're actually with me and we're having a conversation about books today, or go get your tea, hot chocolate, whatever it is you prefer, and let's get started with, um, the interview. I asked Levi, um, well, it's not really an interview, I asked Levi a few questions, um, so I'm gonna play this song this coffee song and then we'll get to the the segment where I ask Levi some questions and get his thoughts on this thing called the 24-hour readathon okay so I have some questions for you it's like a mini interview if you'll do this for me really quick for anchor sure okay have you ever heard of the 24-hour readathon no what do you think it is um, I guess, I mean, it just sounds like you'd read for 24 hours. Without sleeping. I guess. Okay, well, this is a thing that some people do, and for 24 hours straight, they do, like, basically nothing but read. I mean, of course, they have to stop and eat and, like, get a drink and that but sort of thing, but they don't sleep for 24 hours. They're not allowed to sleep. They, they read when they're not doing other important things like eating and That's drinking terrible. coffee. That's terrible. I mean, I like video games, but I wouldn't want to do that for 24 hours straight. Why not? Because it, you would just get tired of it. I mean, like, you you just, like, it would be like torture. Does it not even sound like a tiny bit fun? I mean, it sounds kind of exciting, but, like, I wouldn't want to do that. Okay, like, what if, like, one of your friends or me was doing it with you? Then would it be more fun? Uh, yeah, it would. No sleep for 24 hours. Just video <laughs> games, food, coffee. <laughs> Um, I mean, you make it sound fun, but, like... What would you say if I said that I was going to do the 24-hour readathon? Are you going to do it? <laughs> what would you say? I said yes. <laughs> no, please don't. I'm going to be so worried about you. Please stop. Why? <laughs> because you're like, don't. You're like, don't think there's something wrong with you. You would think that that was something wrong with <laughs> Yeah, me? to go 24 hours without, like, sleeping just to read, you know? It just, I feel like every book lover, like, it almost seems like it needs to be done once in my life. Yeah. Well, I mean, I love books, but I'm not a book lover. There's a difference. Yeah, I could see you not doing it with books. That's what, like, video games, I could see you maybe doing it if you had someone to do it with you. I think that it would be kind of fun, and I want to do it, but I don't think Mom and Daddy would stand for it because I would be a dead person the next day you know like I would just be a zombie and they would hate it and they would think that I had lost my mind (laughs) so even considering it then you lost your mind (laughs) thanks a lot um wait you mean you're considering it not seriously because I honestly think like mom and daddy would like you're just thinking about what it would be they they wouldn't be very happy with me if I did that they would, they would not be supporters of that. They would be trying to discourage me and- I'm trying to discourage you. Yeah. But I think it would be kind of fun um, just to see, like how much could you read in 24 hours? I'd see like, what is my reading limit? Like how long could I go before I just like couldn't possibly read anymore? 
It's actually happened occasionally where I just, I read when I have nothing else to do. And I eventually come to a point where I have to take a break. But I would just be very interested in what it's like to go 24 hours without sleep and then reading as much as you could. I think it would be kind of fun. And I'd like to do it one day, honestly. It would be a neat experience, but... It would, and you could see like how many books could you read in 24 hours. Okay, so on one of the um, bookish YouTube channels that I watch, I saw this girl do this thing where she got her family members together and she had them by the title and cover of books, she had them try and guess what the book was about. So I thought it might be kind of fun if me and you did this. Of course, some of the more interesting ones you've already read too, so I'm kind of sad that those can't be used, um, but I'll try to find some that you hopefully don't know anything about so we'll see how this goes i've got um i'll just pick a few books we'll make this kind of short but i think well, it'll be kind of fun well some of them you know <laughs> uh i probably will be able to guess anyway because you're always rambling about them after you read them not always like this okay. one yeah i haven't heard you talk about that one. yeah okay so let's get started let me find book number one Alright, so book number one that you haven't read and I don't think I've told you about is Dead Man's Hand by K oh uh, Eddie Jones. That, now, I'm kind of sad that you guys can't see the cover of this. That kind of takes away from it a little bit, but you um, hear the title, so that should give you an idea. I Give me a, a summary of what you think this book is about. I'm going to be no good at this. Um, That's the fun part. <laughs> no, really. Um... Okay, I'll just be really, um, I'll just be really, um, silly about this. So basically, there's gonna be a guy, and he's dead, and he has the mark, and they cut off his hand, and they use the mark in the hand. I don't know. I have no idea, so I'm just... He's, when he says the mark, he's referencing the mark of the beast, by the way, that the Bible talks about in Revelation, in case you didn't know that. Um... So is that I don't, Yeah, I don't, I don't, I have no idea. Well, actually, this book is about, now it's been a while since I read this, like a couple years, um, but there's this like 14 year old kid and he goes on a vacation with his family to this place where they like, um, it's like a West, it's contemporary, like modern day, but he goes to this place where it's like um, West, like old timey Western town and everyone's like dressed up and there's like people that reenact like shootouts and stuff like that. It's one of those kind of places. It's really neat. Um, and while he's there, um, there's a murder and he's got to, um, figure out what's going on because nobody believes him. Everyone just thinks that he saw some reenactments that looked really real. And now he's just like a crazy 14 year old kid that nobody takes seriously. So he's got to prove, um, that the murder really happened and figure out who did it and um, eventually you know he's running for his life because yeah. the bad guys were after him so well, it was pretty good you might like to read this one of these days I kind of forgot about this book all right book number two is the chair by James L Rupert okay um that sounds like a horror story <laughs> Um, it kind of looks like one too, doesn't it? Yeah, it kind of does. <laughs> so, it's probably about, um, back a while back, they f the uh, criminal or 
an evil person first invented the electric chair. He <laughs> he made it himself, and he would torture people in it. And that's where nowadays, like, um, like people get the idea of an electric chair. It came from a criminal. Okay, well, what if I told you that this is a, a Christian book? Would that change your um, summary of what you think sure. it's about? Because that sure. sounds a little terrifying. Sure. Um, so it's about the chair where Christian people would kidnap people. <laughs> And they throw them in the chair, and they point a gun at them and tell them to give their lives to Christ, or they would kill them. Or die. Convert or die. Okay. Exactly. Um, no. This is actually, um, it looks like it would be a, um, a horror Sorry. book, but it's actually not. It's actually something about, um, this, and this, uh, this guy has, like, an antique store. And <laughs> oh yeah, it's gonna be a horror book. No, yeah, it's an antique yeah. store. He has an antique store, and he um this woman I can't remember if she okay yeah she gives him a chair that she claims uh, Jesus Christ built because you know he was a carpenter and all that, mm -hmm. and she gives it to him claims that Jesus built it and that it has magical healing <laughs> powers, and um so yeah that's it I didn't really like this book by the way I just thought I would use it because I thought it would be. You know, a funner one to use besides my romance books. That's not very exciting. So I'm trying to find the ones that you can give a more interesting um, summary of. So the next book, another one that I don't like, I didn't even finish. It was super weird, is um, The Unseen by T.L. Hines. You are never alone, the front of it says. <laughs> okay, well, that sounds like um, it's talking about, like, um, like spirits like angels and demons or whatever and yeah that's basically it. by the way the front of the book has like it says the unseen in giant letters but it has like a door like creaking open with a hand sticking out of it yeah that, that, that's creepy what do you think that's um, about? i don't know like they're be the behind the scenes all the time like watching you and like being that's, creepy that's actually a very good um really yes it's not what it's about but it's like you know the way you kind of you okay, it's about him aliens. behind the door. No, it's not about aliens. It's actually about this really creepy guy. Don't ask me. Like, I don't even know. Oh, I, wait, I've never heard of this star. author or anything. I just picked it up at a thrift store because it was a quarter. So why not? Um, this guy is super creepy, and he like hides in these buildings and spies on people all day. And he'll like hide in the ceiling or in the wall, and he'll like drill holes so that he can spy on people. And then he like makes up like lives in his head that these people have and like stories and stuff to occupy his time because he's like homeless and stuff um i guess that's why he's like creaking it through the little yeah door. that's he's the unseen and so really weirdly he gets involved with this group of people that like also spy on people except they <laughs> film people and at first he's like oh these are my kind of people and then you realize that these people are actually like really messed up in the head as if what he does isn't messed isn't. up enough but these other people they're like um really Murderers. they film people's lives day like everyday lives and then they put it together and make a movie out of it and so like sometimes like they find um like they'll witness like a mur like murders or like a husband cheating on his wife and then they'll like make a movie out of it and like narrate it and all this stuff <laughs> and then they all get together and watch it and they're really creepy and then this when this guy he joins the group and then finds out that they're like wit they're about to 
um, the people that, one of the people that they're filming is like planning on murdering their spouse. He's like, you guys have to do something. And they're like, no way, that would ruin the movie. Like we just, we just observe and watch. We don't get involved. So that was as far in the book as I got and I didn't finish it. But yeah, that was basically, it was weird. I only still have it because. Did you at least read the end? No. I didn't like it, it was weird. Um, oh, you still own it. So I have it because I just kind of like the colors. Like I like how the book, the spine is like completely white and then in blue letters it just says the unseen. I just like the way it looks on my shelf. So until like I run out of room and I need that space, it'll stay there, but it'll remain unread. Okay, book number four is The Methuselah Project by Rick Berry. Um, Take a moment to observe the cover. Take in the title. Yeah. Um, well, it has a picture of an airplane on the front, and it has a picture of a guy in the background. There's this creepy woman staring at him, <laughs> and um, I have no idea. I need a minute to think Just about this. Just take. Okay. Okay, so he's had a few moments to think about it. So, what do you think? I think it's probably about this young guy on the cover, and he is building airplanes <laughs> to um, for like a like fundraiser, like something <laughs> weird like that. I don't know. He's like he's like building airplanes so like he can make money and like give it to charity or whatever and the woman behind him that's like freakishly staring at him she probably likes him and she, looks like, she looks like she wants to murder him so like benevolent. honestly because it's hard to see her face because it's blurry but like she looks angry right now well okay take into account um the methuselah project does that like affect your answer any what do you think that's about methuselah i have no idea Okay, well, what it's actually about is far more interesting. Um, it's World War II, and um, this guy, his name is Roger, Roger Green. He gets captured by German scientists. Um, his plane crashes over German territory. Um, he gets found. The German scientists, um, they did a lot of experiments during World War II and he became one of them and they called him and a bunch of other guys actually and they called this the Methuselah Project because they were trying to make a guy that would live for a really really long time thus Methuselah oh. um <laughs> because yeah it, he was a guy in the bible he lived um 969 yeah, it, years something that, like yeah. that um Crazy so yeah yeah it was crazy so that's why they called it the methuselah project and the thing is their little scientist um lab it got bombed it got destroyed almost everyone died except roger green and one of the scientists and so they moved him to a new location and um they kept him like hidden underground hidden from the world didn't tell anybody about him you know, running tests and doing all this stuff, and then the war, war is going on, and years and years, he is kept captive for years and years and years, and all this time kept underground. The war ends, life moves on, it's present day, he hasn't aged at all. They discovered that, like, 
he never ages and um so now it's the modern day i think this book is set. it sounds kind of like that took everlasting thing oh yeah that's that's a great movie okay so now it's like 2015 <laughs> and this guy is still like you know 20 something years old and he has no idea what has happened like that the war is over. He was led to believe the war is still going on and all these terrible things have happened because that's what they told him. And one day he um, he escapes. This girl helps him escape. And when oh. he sees the outside world, he is like in for the shock of his life because it's nothing, the war is over. Life, America is like super different than when he left it. And he's like this guy from the forties trying to cope in a 2015 world. And it's kind of entertaining. Um, so, it, it kind of reminds you of Captain America in a way. <laughs> yeah, um, but she does kind of look evil, though. Yeah, except she's not. She's not evil, you guys. She looks evil. She helps him, but her dad is evil. Yeah, she's like, she looks like a spy or something. He's part of, like, an underground Nazi group that's trying to bring the Nazis back into power, and she's helping Roger. So, that is book number four, which is a good book, you guys. And I would suggest reading it. And I think they're coming, Rick Berry's coming out with a sequel, which I'm waiting for. Um, but yeah, so let's find book number five, and this will be the last one. Okay, so for the fifth and final book, Levi had the suggestion that we, um, guess what this book I got from the library is about, because I haven't read it yet, and he wants to guess it, and he said I could guess it too, because I haven't read it yet. Um, I did read the summary of it before I got Jada. it. Jada! <laughs> um, but I don't remember exactly what it was about because I read like five different summaries for five different um, similar books because these are like the murder mystery crime um, kind of books and I was looking at several of them when I ordered this one so I don't remember specifically what it was about but I've read so many books like this that you know if my guess is close to what it actually is then you'll know why so Levi's gonna take a stab at it first no pun intended. This is, like I said, this is a murder crime book. Um, that was unintentional. Um, sure. Maybe someone actually does get stabbed in this book. Who knows? But yeah, you go first. It's called Deadly Devotion by Sandra Orchard. Um, well, it's got a picture of um, her on the cover and on the bottom it has this old rundown, like torn up shed or whatever, like a barn thing. Um, so I'd say that some guy got murdered and they hid him in this creepy old shed and she somehow uh, found out a little bit about it and she's trying to figure out who did it. And so now the people that killed the man are like trying to kill her, I think. Okay, mine, it's, I mean, okay. Um, let me think. Deadly devotion. Um, <laughs> it's hard, isn't it? Maybe, uh, it's about a stalker. This is just a wild guess because it's deadly devotion. They're like obsessed with her, but they're like a creepy stalker who's like, I'm gonna kill you because you don't love me in return. That's so, a, that's, that's creepier than my guy getting <laughs> murdered in the shed. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. Um, so what, he, he's a hobo that lives in the shed? I, I'm not saying he's a hobo. He's probably not. He's probably some, like, um, you know, norm, seemingly normal person. But he's really a stalker. And um, now, like, she's always trying to be killed by this guy. Um, 
because she doesn't return his affection. So, um, and the shed, probably that's where the big finale, um, the shootout happens with the stalker and this girl's boyfriend that she acquires along the way because he's probably like a cop or, um, like investigator or something like that. And he's like hired to help her, you know? with the stalker situation. I think so, she read this already. No, but it's it's a like all of these books are like really similar. There's always a romance involved. So they start liking each other while he's supposed to just be helping her. They form a friendship that becomes more than friendship. And Yay. they fall in love with each other and then at the very end they're in this old dilapidated barn. Dilapidated. <laughs> it's what it is. And um they there's like this big fight between her now boyfriend cop no, wait, guy and the, the stalker well who knows it could be a shootout or or it'd be more interesting if it's probably a shootout it. and then it turns into hand-to-hand combat because they lose their weapons or something and he okay. he gets injured her her the guy that she likes the cop guy he ends up getting injured and almost dies no, but I he doesn't. He dies. I and die. the stalker guy, he does die. No. I wanted the stalker guy to murder her boyfriend. You're mean. You don't mean that. So, now let's read the back summary and see what it really says. Kate knows the truth is out there. But if she's right, that means a killer is out there too. Research scientist Kate Adams and Daisy Leacock were on the brink of a breakthrough for treating depression with herbal medicine when Daisy was suddenly found dead. Kate knows that her mentor's death wasn't suicide or a careless accident, and she's determined to do whatever it takes to unearth the truth about what happened to the woman who changed her life. I was right. Someone did get murdered. Former FBI agent Tom Parker. See, there's her, the guy, the cop guy. He's an FBI agent that she's going to fall in love with. Happens in every book. Um, Tom Parker is finding it hard to adjust to life back in his hometown of Port Aster. Though an old buddy gave him a job as a detective on the local police force, not everyone approves. Tom's just trying to keep a low profile, so when Kate Adams demands he reopen the investigation into her friend's death, he knows his job is at stake. But despite his attraction to her, see, Tom thinks Kate may have something to hide. As evidence mounts, a web of intrigue is woven around the sleepy town of Port Aster. Can Kate uncover the truth, or will Tom stand in her way? <laughs> we were both wrong. But you were right, someone did get murdered. And she maybe she did get murdered in that um, old falling apart barn. Yeah, that used to be the research center. So, there you go. That was the five books. Um, and so, yeah, there you go. Hope you enjoyed that. Goodbye. Bye. Hope you enjoyed that song just then. Um, I was looking for a song about books or reading or something because I couldn't think of any that I already knew. So I went to the music search and typed in books. Um, wasn't really getting anything. So I decided to try books are cool. Couldn't find anything. So I just put books are and then Barney's song books are fun popped up first thing. So I thought, you know what? Why not? The words are um, perfect after all. And maybe if you're a Barney lover as a kid, you um, got to experience a little nostalgia just then. You're welcome. <laughs>